Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I can take them to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game. Big expectations. They got to buy into that, and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well, it makes the people in the city excited and happy. You know, we're in this thing to win. This game is over. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Ultra Platform. This is, is Cam Talbot. This is Carmen David from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. Everybody, Bob Stoffer in the 630 Chad Studios. This is Oilers Now. 
Thank you to Reed Wilkins for uh, popping in a studio and uh, quarterback in the last two and a half hours. We've made our way from uh, Rogers Place, where today the Oilers uh, made what was widely reported last night. After about midnight, uh, everything official regarding the dismissal of President General Manager Peter Schiarelli. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan. Saving your company money, all your uh, devices managed at uh, digitex.ca. Very tumultuous last 24 hours. Uh, I would suggest to you that the last three or four days there has been a... uh, not an undercurrent. Uh, it's been a, a full-on uh, rush uh, in terms of uh, the negative energy that was out there, specifically directed at uh, Peter Shirelli. Um This is Oilers Now. We are going to get to large portions of Bob Nicholson's appearance, add some additional thoughts on that. Uh, Bob joined us uh, down at uh, Rogers Place. Also get to some of his direct quotes from his presser earlier today. Uh, 12.35 today. Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey and Rogers. He a former Oilers player, Oilers alumni, one of the top uh, color analysts in the business, Oilers coach as well. A man who's been in the chair as general manager in the National Hockey League and an agent, and a guy who knows Peter Shirelli from the agency uh, days, uh, Brian Lawton. And then something a little bit different. Tonight is the CHL Prospects game down in Red Deer. Sam Cosentino will join us. We'll get his thoughts on where the Oilers prospect base is at, who are some of the top names, because a couple of the, the top players are from Western Canada, including the two captains from the team, including a guy, may I add, from Fort Saskatchewan and Kirby Dock, who is likely to go no lower than sixth. Uh, Dylan Cousins probably to go three or four in the upcoming NHL draft. We will have uh, extensive we won't have extensive open line time because we have three guests on today's show, but you can certainly uh, reach us on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline. They've got the legend of George Jones and the story of the Hague, January 25th at the River Creek Resort and Casino. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 at uh, Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of uh, Heartland Ford. Kelly Griff. Elvis, the gang at Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan, they'll take care of you. Tell them Oilers Now sent you. Many of you uh, follow us on Twitter, at Oilers Now. Uh, me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Escott. We'll cut to the chase here. This morning, Bob Nicholson, as we go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear for product knowledge, compliancy, great pricing, and innovation. Directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Bob Nicholson made this announcement uh, right at 10 o'clock. It was really felt that uh, with the way the team was trending that we had to make this change. And I want to clearly give the message. I know there's people out there that believe this team can't make the playoffs. We believe in the organization. We believe in the dressing room that we can. There you go. We're off to a fine start here. Um, bottom, I, th- I thought that was going to be the announcement of the actual uh, firing of Peter. Oh, Schreiber. it was titled. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure, man. <laughs> not sure. Okay. Well, that's sort of. Anyways, the bottom line is Bob Nicholson today announced uh, the firing. Of- 
of uh, Peter Shirelli. Wow. Wow, that was a misfire. Uh, I will say this right now. I 100% uh, support the direction that the organization took today. Okay? It has been a difficult season. Um, it is remarkable to me, given the excitement level on April the 24th when Shirelli was announced, uh, by, uh, you know, the, the president of hockey operations and the general manager, even further to that, I recall as the Oilers wrapped up things at Rexall Place, the applause that Todd McClellan got at the end of the 2015-16 season. And then to think in 2016-17 that uh, Peter Shirelli was selected by his peers as one of the three finalists for executive of the year. Todd McClellan was one of the three finalists for coach of the year. Cam Talbot came in fourth in the Vesna voting. To think of where we are right now. Okay? Um... Don't ever let anybody tell you one thing. Because there are people who say, oh, it's a hard market. You know, the fans, screw that. The Oilers have unbelievable fans. They have a committed fan base. It's passionate. That comes with the territory. And again, the decision last night and the whole process took place last night. We can shed some light on that. Um, through uh, today, I 100% uh, agree with the decision that the organization uh, we're not going to sit here and dance on the grave of Peter Shirelli's time in Edmonton. Uh, we've had lots of discussion about the moves. The moves this year did not work. As have, have, we, have the Oilers made it official, by the way, in terms of the assignment of... Uh, yes, they have made it official. So the Oilers have assigned Kyler Yamamoto and Ryan Spooner to the uh, Bakersfield Condors. I mean, the whole strom for Spooner trade. Should I should I tell a story on that? I mean, I get Brandon. You were hosting Oilers now on a Friday, and I was flying with the team down to Calgary Thursday night. We had the um, Thursday night. We had the Iron and Frost Gala. Okay, Wayne Gretzky was at event. Many of you listening right now was at that event. There was some pretty interesting things that occurred that night uh, with Wayne Gretzky involving <laughs> Joey uh, and Vicky Moss. Um, Anyhow, on the Friday, we the orders practice in the morning at Rogers Place. Todd McClellan did an availability, and after the availability ended, I called in, did my twelve fifteen hit with you, Brendan. Okay, twelve thirty five. Elliot Friedman came on the show. Elliot took a shot at me as he's often likes to do, and at twelve fifty, uh, the interview wrapped up. I called Elliot, then I got a call from Todd McClellan, and he told me what had transpired with the trade and that we were announcing the trade at 2 o'clock, and the team was flying at 2 o'clock. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was stunned. Not that Ryan Strom was a world beater in any way, shape, or form, but he had changed his game a bit. He, was, he could be deployed as a third-line center, and Spooner had been scratched, and I had assumed there had to have been a money. The Rangers had to have eaten some of the money. And uh, I was in shock when that trade was made. And I be- the only thing I could believe is, well, you know, Peter Shirelli drafted Ryan Spooner. He, you know, they must believe that Spooner can step in and give the Oilers more than they could get out of Strome. And unfortunately for Peter Shirelli, that did not come to fruition. Okay? Not even close. Ryan Strome was a popular guy with uh, Connor McDavid. 
He was in a defined role as a third-line center. Um, he's been a streaky scorer throughout the course of his career. He hasn't knocked it out of the park with the Rangers, but he does have six goals and 11 points there. And Spooner has done nothing with the Oilers. Today, Bob Nicholson talked about character. I don't think it would be lost on anybody that the Oilers sent Ryan Spooner down to the farm today. That, that trade simply has not worked. But I just remember thinking, well, you know what they say, sometimes you make a trade and then you fire the coach. And I was like... At a loss for words when that went, when that one went down, the two trades for the defenseman as well. The, the just the sequencing of those events during the course of the day. There's a guy named I won't say who the guy is, but there's a guy that reached out to me that knew one of the players that was coming here well, and he'd communicated that this was going on, and we'd assumed it was going to be Weidman going the other way. I kind of understood that one, and I've repeatedly stated on the show that I was sort of at a loss the whole Manning end of things as well. Don't know who influenced what, but at the end of the day, you know what? Support the decision that the company made, absolutely. Um, There's been some, you know, Todd McClellan being fired at that stage. We're now 50 games in the year. The Oilers don't have any more traction right now than they had when McClellan was here. Todd McClellan will be a top three coaching hire this summer for somebody. Like, he's, there's going to be multiple teams in on him. Now, you couldn't have brought a guy in that understands Edmonton better than Ken Hitchcock. I think that needs to be stated. Uh, Ken certainly gets the Edmonton market. Let's get to some more uh, comments uh, from uh, the, the sequencing of the events. Is this one correct on uh, Bob Nicholson on what he told Peter? He sort of relayed the story on... Um, you know, how everything went down with Peter uh, Shirelli being dismissed as president and general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. Some of the moves that we've made have not worked, and I felt that uh, Peter uh, had done everything that he could to make this team better, and so we needed a new direction. So it's been, we've been talking about it for the last few days. The decision was made before last night. The decision was made before last night. It, it occurred late in the, right at the start of the third period, and, uh, Brandon, do we have these slugged out of order? Is that what's going on here or what's, what, what's happening? Because we got about 15 clips. Or the- yeah, yeah, okay, so what, I mean, full disclosure here, it was uh, Morley and Dave that were cutting the audio up, so I was just kind of rolling with their, what okay. they had titled. Okay. So. okay, okay, well, we'll continue to uh, work our way through it. The Miko Koskinen signing is one contentious one. Some people believed it was slowly, uh, solely an act of... Uh, Peter uh, Shirelli, uh, Bob Nicholson clarified that. Peter did not make that deal all by himself. Uh, this deal really started when we got together with our pro scouts in Palm Springs uh, in our meetings. We looked at the depth of uh, the goalies that would be available at the uh, next year. We really believe in Miko. Uh, we had to make a decision between Miko and Cam. We made that decision uh, to go with Miko uh, and sign sign him to a three-year deal. Uh, Cam Talbot is a still a big part of this team, uh, and he's been a great teammate. And we'll, we hope that uh, Cam will continue to play well for the team. Bob Nicholson also added some additional comments on who's in charge and who's the new GM at this stage. Keith Gretzky will take on more of the general manager's duties. I will oversee hockey operations. My main task will be looking for a general manager. And we are not in a rush, but as soon as we find a general manager that we feel is right for the culture of the Oilers, we'll name that person. 
when that will be there's no deadline on that all right um so that's uh, some comments from bob nicholson uh and I, I think there's some other parameters that are in effect here and one of which is who would you have availability if they're working for existing uh teams like some organizations are more open than others in terms of guys allowing to take a job promotion. Um, and I've already brought this up with Reed Wilkins, but the Pittsburgh Penguins were in the Stanley Cup final when the Minnesota Wild hired Chuck Fletcher. And by the way, full disclosure, Chuck Fletcher's name was a name that was brought forward. I can 100% guarantee that to you in case Edmonton had to make a change at some point. However, the Philadelphia Flyers went ahead and already hired Chuck Fletcher. But you had to know that Chuck was going to be a guy that was going to resurface. He got Minnesota in the playoffs for six consecutive seasons. Uh, he has a very involved owner, like involved in day-to-day minutia and decisions with the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club. And they haven't had the benefit of super high picks. Um and they've had a pretty competitive hockey team. They're getting a little bit long with the tooth now, but right now they're ahead of Edmonton. And uh, I'm not surprised that the Flyers snapped up Chuck Fletcher. I bumped into him in Sweden. He was working for the New Jersey Devils in a in a role. And allow me to suggest to you, we know that Todd McClellan will get an opportunity to be a head coach again in the NHL, and that'll take place this upcoming season. I'm here to tell you that it is my belief that someone will hire Peter Shirelli at some stage in a support role for an organization because of the experiences that he's had in Boston and in Edmonton. So whatever you think of him, I'm here to tell you that he's going to get a job. He might not ever be an NHL GM, but a lot of times former GMs make really good support guys. And, uh, and you know, if Peter chooses to go down that path, he's going to have that opportunity. You can text us at 630-630. Let's get to the comment where the orders have had a lot of changeover. This is year 11 for me. And if you backdate things to August of 2008, the orders have had four general managers about to have a fifth. They've had eight head coaches. Edmonton's tried lots of different things. Steve Tamalini came in out of, out of Vancouver, replaced Kevin Lowe as GM. Stuck with Craig Matavish for a year. Mac T basically fired himself. That's what happened there. I think Craig was tired and exhausted and felt he'd taken the team as far as he could. Um, the Oilers hired Pat Quinn. We referred to it as the dream team with Pat Quinn and Tom Rennie. Um, Wayne Fleming. And Kelly Buckberger is a young rookie coach that, you know, does the extra work after practice. Um... I would suggest there were signs during the back half of that season that Pat was not well, and ultimately he passed away a couple of years later. Wayne Fleming would end up dying of brain cancer. Tom Rennie uh, would be promoted as the realization was there that maybe Quinn, the day-to-day of traveling and doing those sort of things might not have been the healthiest scenario for him. Uh, though he wasn't happy with it, uh, the orders had Tom Rennie for a couple of years. Now, some of you have felt that Tom Rennie should have received a contract extension after the second year. Edmonton elected to go with Ralph Kruger. Ralph Kruger was the head coach for a year. He was fired by Craig McTavish, who replaced um, Steve Tamalini in roughly April of 2013. Uh, And that was a surprise to all of us, especially given the fact that McTavish had stated that coaching had nothing to do with the Oilers' challenges in 12-13. But... Suddenly, the orders were hot after Dallas Aikens, who, in fairness, was the hot guy promoted by many 
especially those with TSN out of Toronto, as the next up-and-coming great coach out there. Oilers hired Dallas. I think we all know how that worked for a year and a half. Todd uh, Nelson came in out of the farm, I think did a reasonable job. But at that stage, many wanted experience in the role of GM head coach. So uh, Craig McTavish was demoted in April of 2015, exactly six days after the Oilers won the lottery for Connor McDavid. Peter Shirelli was brought in. That decision at that time received strong support from the majority of the Oilers fan base. It needs to be stated. Todd McClellan was subsequently hired after the World Hockey Championships, which he won with Canada. That, too, was met with strong approval. And again, everything was looking good at 16-17 season. It unraveled from there. In my opinion, it largely unraveled because of some of the personnel decisions that were made. I bring this, the context of what occurred, because Bob Nicholson made this to say, and it's been a bit of a buzzword, about something being in the water in Edmonton. We don't have that clip now? Okay, well, we'll get to it uh, during the break. It's 12.25 in Edmonton. Uh, this text comes in. Why was Bob Nicholson talking about the regards of character and culture in today's press conference when you asked him specifically about speed and skill? Is this organization going to focus on the root cause of the issues with the current roster, not good enough players, or they will they continue to miss the point? Uh, winning breeds culture, not the other way around. Well, that's one of those proverbial chicken or egg conversations. How about both? And I think in fairness, some of the draft selections made over the last couple of years have been more speed and skill influenced, uh, but also with the culture uh, focus as well. Do you have the uh, the GM search on how that's going to take place, Brendan? You got that one? Let's go to that one. Here's just a final comment from Bob Nicholson coming up. We're going to really look for a person that can assess talent. Uh, I think that's a, a real key with the general manager today and look for someone that can really help run all parts of the hockey operations as a GM's role. Uh, I want to stress, we really feel that uh, you know our draft picks the last couple of years have been good. I think how we've set uh, this up under Keith uh, Gretzky's direction on, on the draft and, and the pro side, uh, we've done a good job. Uh, we'll look at it again, and do we have to make some changes? Uh, could be, um, but it's too early to define that right now. Obviously, we're going to have a lot more of discussion with this, and we apologize for a couple of seconds. It's been a very busy morning. Guys are accumulating a lot of information, a lot of quotes. We'll try to get to some of that a little bit later on. It is uh, 127 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Starfer with you along with Brendan Escott and off to a global. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. News weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodwan. Craig Simpson coming up from NHL Hockey and Rogers, our regular Wednesday contributor.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.